What's up, gaming fans? Welcome to another episode of Team Deathmatch. I'm Matt. Caleb. We're a man short. Squad is hurting. Greg Somehow is... we're going to have to survive this wave. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. There's, there's that wave when one of the homies goes down, but you can't stop to pick him up. Because yeah. the, zombies, the zombies are too hot on your trail, so you're just going to be like, pick you up next round, bro. <laughs> Gotta keep going. Low-key me every time I hopped on the halo. <laughs> <laughs> Greg is out. He is battling the nasty beast known as sinus infectionitis. Yeah. So, get get well soon, Greg. That's a, that's a hell of a drug. <laughs> hey man, he needs he needs two green orbs and a yellow herb. Yes. Yeah. Combine the two into a super. What was two green and a yellow to make the super herb? Right. Um, In Res Four, I did not play Res Four that much. Ricky, Ricky. <laughs> I'm like I don't know why you're surprised by this. I'm just keeping it a foul, man. Yeah, no. Ricky, check the Ricky report. Uh, we we need to double check that. Was it two green orbs and a yellow orb to make? Was it two green herbs and a red herb to make the super herb in red? Because that gave you like full health, yeah. I believe. Uh, but regardless, we're here to keep uh, to steady the charge. Yeah, and make it through to the next round. As in typical fashion, we can't start the show until we break down what we've been playing this week. Whole lot of division. Like, hasn't changed much. <laughs> it, really, it really hasn't. You know it's getting bad when somebody asks me, well, what happened to Anthem? You haven't, you haven't talked about Anthem a lot lately. I'm like, yeah, I'm playing division. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she was like, what, what, what happened? Well, you haven't played Anthem yet. I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's... I'm playing a lot of Division. We'll go back yeah. to Anthem eventually. Uh, I haven't played a lot uh, just within this past week. I've, But what I have played, again, I've been playing World Seeker mm-hmm. uh, just because I'm in love with that game. But something I am kind of looking forward to is something I stumbled across on Twitter. If you Ooh. don't know who I am, I get all my information from Twitter, which is a very dangerous game to play. Very dangerous. <laughs> I watched the entire Dragon Ball Z Super Series. 98% of it I watched on Twitter. And I didn't like, oh, I watched it on Twitter. I watched clips and GIFs yes. on Twitter. Yeah. No, you watched memes. True. <laughs> clips, <laughs> GIFs, and mostly memes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Tite Kubo, who if you aren't familiar with that, he is the essentially the mind behind Bleach, the anime, one of the top three of the early 2000s. He is actually doing... He did uh, some game art for a game coming out called Soccer Wars. Which looks so good. And again, knowing that he's the creator of Bleach, you can see that influence in the way the characters are drawn up. So I so want to get my hands on that game. I don't care what it is. I want to get my hands on that game uh, and play it and experience it. You know a game that had cool art that we haven't seen anything since? Mm. Kanye's game. Kanye had a game? Yeah. What was it? <laughs> uh, it's gone through multiple iterations, and the last thing we saw was, like, you're guiding his mom's soul to, like, the pearly gates. So it's actually looked legit, because, like, obviously Kanye's music was playing in the background, and it was mostly My Beautiful Dark Just a Fantasy, which I obviously was a fan of. But, like, you would see um, Mrs. West 
as an angel flying through the sky. You have to avoid, like, traps and dangers or whatever. And then, like, once you got to the end of the phase, phase, like, she would arrive on the scene and then your scoreboard would come up. It looked really, really cool, but we just haven't seen anything since. So, you know, cool art. Hopefully it comes out sometime. But, yes. Yeah, it's... I... If you guys know how I can get my hands on that game, uh, please just tweet at me, at Matt underscore Gutu. I would really like to know. For sure. Tweet at me also, at Mookie833 on Twitter. Also, I'm super interested because there's a, a Super Dragon Ball Heroes mobile game that's been going on. It's actually going to be on Switch also. Yo. Yes. Because I was looking through it and I was it's like... It's a card. It, like, it looks like a card. A card collector. Card collector, but I'm not sure if like you just collect the cards and then battle the cards or you collect the cards and then you use the cards and you battle with the cards that you have. I'm not quite sure how that's playing out. The one I saw, at least on iOS App Store, yeah. uh, was you... So it showed the cards that played out, and I see it all over Twitter, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there was an element where you... It looks like you're moving around as a 3D character as if it's like Budokai Tenkaichi or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, fighting against your enemy. So I'm super confused as to like how those two uh, different elements are integrated into one game. So I'm kind of intrigued by that as well. Well... I typed in... Dragon Ball Heroes, and I got Super Dragon Ball Heroes World, which is apparently it's made by Bandai Namco. Mm -hmm. It's called Super Dragon Ball Heroes World Mission. You can buy it now. Wait, what? It's available now on Nintendo Switch and PC. So, as soon as this game is over, (laughs) not game, as soon as this podcast is over, guess what I'm going to do on the Switch? Buy this now, apparently. Buy it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, tune in next week for our review of Super <laughs> Dragon Ball <laughs> Heroes World's <laughs> Mission. It says, epic journey. Embark on an epic journey as you interact with Dragon Ball World and its characters through, ar- through an arcade game. This is not the most, like, encouraging. The game came out in... We knew nothing about it. I see what you see. It looks like there's 3D characters in the world, but it also looks like a card battler. So I'm not really sure if this is. I really hope it's not like a, a Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memory style. That would oh, that would hurt my feelings. Yes. It would be emotional. That's honestly my least favorite Kingdom Hearts game. Uh, I don't want to say my least favorite. We went hard on that game for a month and a half, though. I. You went hard for three months. <laughs> I liked the story they had. I just not, did not like the fighting mechanics behind it. The fighting mechanics were not great. Or, Especially when sorry. it came to like raid battles. Sorry, I don't I don't want to say... Uh, no, no, we're talking about two different things. You're talking about Union Cross mm-hmm. or Unchained Key. Or oh, yeah, yeah, Unchained Key. I'm talking about uh, Chain of Memories. Chain of Memories. Okay, good. I did not like the card aspect of that. Hmm. Didn't they change that up in Rechain of Memories? Nope. You still had to do that. They just added the Riku part to that. For sure. All right. Well, ah, Riku, Rechain, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense now. 14 years later. <laughs> I don't think that's what, never mind. I'll just let you have this one. Listen, you know, it definitely isn't what that stands for, but I'm here for it. So that's what we're going to do. Um, 
But yeah, played a lot of division, and we got a big update for the division. They released their like first wave. Um, we've got our first invaded mission, and then we've got a tidal basin, which is again another invaded mission. It's a super long mission with new enemy types, new boss types. Long story short, it's a lot of fun. But then they also updated the game, and everybody lost their minds because they changed the way half the half the way mods worked. One of the biggest mod changes was. At the end game, you get this extendo clip. It's got 30 extra mags. 30 extra bullets in your mag. They cut that from 30 to 10. And if you don't know anything about, like, attachments on guns and, like, buffs and anything, having an extended clip in any shooter is the single greatest boost to DPS damage per second you can ever do in any game. So they give you this huge boost to DPS in the end game, and you had to work hard to get that thing, and then they just cut your legs off from under you. So a bunch of people were pissed about that update. But they did a lot of other things to kind of balance the game out. So some people are pissed, some people are not. I don't know. To me, I don't think it was that much of a difference if you weren't too heavily focused on one specific build or one type of build. But I do understand that some people had their entire builds wrecked going into a super hard um, endgame mission. So, if you're into Division as much as I am, you can check out more information on the Division website about, you know, updates. They run a state of the game, I believe, weekly on their Twitch, twitch.tv backslash division. But other than that, we're just waiting around for more stuff. And then came out that Division was hiding a bunch of secrets. Somebody found a clip of what looked like an assassin, and it said Valhalla on it. And then people started doing some digging, and it looks like they might have accidentally spilled the beans. Not, I don't want to say it's accidentally spilled the beans. It looks more like an Easter egg. But now people are speculating that the 2020 Assassin's Creed game is going to be next-gen, and it's going to be Vikings for some reason. And I'm kind of sort of losing track with what's happening with that franchise. You and me both. I, I, I liked Origins a lot. That was in Egypt. Super dope. I played the new one in Rome for a solid seven minutes. Haven't touched it since. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to play the next one. I haven't played Assassin's Creed since one. Uh, repeat that to me, sir. I haven't played Assassin's Creed since one. Fan. Like, I get it. I get it. One, like, and don't get me wrong, like, I've been in proximity of people that have played the Assassin's Creed game. Mostly mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not like I don't know about these other games. I just played one and I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I can do a leap of faith. I can land in this hay pile. <laughs> I can take out and assassinate anybody I want to. Got my fix done within the first game. Mm. Sorry, I didn't beat the first game. I got halfway through and I was like, <laughs> I'm good. You know, and that's the truth about it. That game was something, and the games we've been getting lately, something completely different. I don't know why they're still trying to call it Assassin's Creed. They just need to call it a different franchise, Mm -hmm. because it's not the same thing as we were doing in that first game. But Division isn't the other person, you know, secretly revealing things. Best Buy wants to give their chance at, you know, leaks. You want to... (laughs) 
trying to take that number one crown from Amazon France. Amazon France is the king. Of Canada gave them a good run for their money, but Best Buy, uh, it's kind of like uh, in that My Hero movie when they're doing the training course. Yes. Uh, and Bakugo went ahead and he got number one. Then uh, Deku gave it a good try. Mm-hmm. And then Todoroki just comes in and blows their score out of the water. Seven seconds! It's like, let me go again. Let me go again. I'll blow your score out the water. She goes, it, it, it's over. It's time yeah. to go, bro. yeah. Uh, Best Buy's coming in swinging. Yeah, so they revealed that a whole bunch of games that we were suspecting were going to come to Switch are, in fact, coming to Switch. And not only did they reveal that they were coming to Switch, they gave us dates. <laughs> it wasn't just like, oh, yeah, you know, this is kind of... Yeah, they gave us dates. Super Metroid Prime got revealed. And not just, like, Super Metroid Prime. They gave us the entire Metroid Prime trilogy, A Link to the Past, and Persona Five Royale. Looks like uh, Persona Five Nintendo Switch fifty nine ninety nine. Pre order available. That went out April twelfth. Somebody got all the way into cart. Somebody it wasn't just like oh we can we can just click on it. Somebody got to add it to their cart. So I don't know what happened, but. Somebody probably get fired. Oh, most definitely. If someone is not already fired, they are out the door Monday morning. Yeah, it looks like Link's Awakenings would also be available. And it looks like it's not just like Persona 5 Royale, which is like the updated version, but it looks like it's Persona 5 base version also will be available on Switch. So if you haven't paid Persona 5, probably one of the best, best JRPGs to release in the last decade. Cop that, because it's dope. I have not played Persona 5, but people talk a lot about it. Yeah. And it's one of those games you can, I would not suggest pick up and put down, but um, you pick pick up, play it, play for a while, put it down, pick up the next day, and pick up the next day, because it's one of those 100-hour RPGs. So you could literally have like 10-hour sessions, but on the Switch, I think it works because the way the game works, there's story segments, and then there's open world segments. So you kind of play through a few cutscenes run around, do some character development, and then you go into, like, the gameplay section, which is like, ooh, it's a dungeon. You have to go to this dungeon, go to this place. But the way the dungeons are, like, structured, it forces you out of that, so you can't just, like, blaze through the dungeon. You have to get to a certain point, and you go back to the real world and have to do some actions there. Um, I don't know why I'm trying to avoid spoilers, but since you haven't played it, I want you to play it. And I think that system is going to work really, really well on the Switch. So you have these sections where you can play through the story. When you get into the castle... You can put it down, pick it up the next day. Okay, cool, I was in the castle. Do all your castle stuff. All right, cool, it's time to take a break. Put the Switch down, go on with the rest of your life. So more games coming to the Switch is a good thing for us, especially as our lives get busier. I want the Switch to be Nintendo's focus going forward console-wise. I think they should stay with that architecture and continue to improve on it. I really like it. I don't... I don't want them to do a home console anymore. As, as sad and crazy as that sounds, mm-hmm. I like that it has that dock that you can turn into a home console. Keep doing that. Yeah, let's keep doing that. But focus on that handheld thing that we have and improve on that and just give us that dock to where we could just turn it into a home console if we want it to be. I don't know. How do you feel about the Switch and all the games that it's getting? Um, I think the biggest thing is that it just has such a small library right now. Mm-hmm. Um so obviously more games coming to it uh, increases uh, or 
decreases the time that it spends just like sitting on the shelf. Yeah. Or just like in its case because it's like I've already blazed through uh, Super Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, Yoshi's World, uh, Super Mario Kart Racing, um, or Pokemon Let's Go. It's like, what do I play now? But with all these games coming in, uh, A Link to the Past, Super Metroid Prime, um, not only giving people more to play, but a callback to games that people love so much. Yeah, and... I think we've talked about it. I think Nintendo needs to get to a point where they figure out their digital library, the Nintendo digital library, to where you not you don't have to keep buying the same games over and over and over again digitally. Like they need to get their emulator to a point where if you bought Super Mario Brothers or Mario Brothers Two or whatever, it just exists on your account and it's transferable wherever, live in the cloud, whatever. However, they got to figure that so that way their amazing catalog of games can transfer over and you can take advantage of having you know Super Mario Brothers on your Switch like the classic Nintendo 64 games that they have mm-hmm. like Conker's Bad World if you can get that on Switch that would be so much fun yeah uh, what is it uh, Monkey Ball Racing Monkey Ball like just Super Monkey Ball period mm-hmm. let's get Super Monkey Ball Dude, that'd be so dope. Dude, such a such an underrated game. I vividly remember so many times, like on the GameCube playing Super Monkey Ball. Oh, I was lethal in tennis. You weren't seeing me. <laughs> I was lethal in tennis. You weren't seeing me in tennis. You didn't want the work. Dude, but, oh man, but yeah, can you just imagine like how much not like obviously the Switch is already a dope console, but like how much doper it would be if it had the, the colossal, and that's really the only word we can use to describe it, the colossal library that sits behind the name Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Dude, that, that, that might push it to be in the forefront and actually making it my favorite console. I don't want to say ever, but it definitely make it my primary console. As yeah. Opposed to the just, like on the Saturday, tell the homies to pull up and y'all to start playing uh, Mario Super Strikers. Fam. Or you're just on like you're on a super long plane ride. You play Persona for three hours, and then you just hop on Strikers. And somebody on the plane has Strikers. You don't need to know who they are. Yeah. You just let them know you can catch this work too, homie. Just airdrop is just like five on the winner. <laughs> <laughs> Send me cash out. <laughs> no, but that'd be dope. And then in a move that seems like. They're trying to do that, but not only in, in, in expand their Nintendo library, but their general library in general. Their total library in general. They've said, Xbox says Xbox Game Pass is going to come to the Switch. We've now found out that that is getting bundled in with Xbox Live Gold. So Xbox Live Gold, which is their online access, is getting partnered with Game Pass for $14.99 a month. And then if you've already, like, if you're in a certain tier of Xbox Live membership, you get it for a dollar off. Yes, you could technically do this, but I'm sure they're going to announce some annual thing to where you could, like, you pay annually. Just do that because you end up saving so much money. We did the math. If you pay for Xbox Live Gold on a monthly basis, 
you end up paying $120. If you pay for it yearly, you pay $60. Yeah. That's insane. It's insane. It's actually double the price if you pay it on a monthly basis. That's wild. They heavily, heavily, heavily incentivize paying on a yearly basis. And that's what most people do. They just pay around their birthday or they get it around Christmas. Um, some parents who don't wanna, want their kids to have Xbox Live Gold access year-round do the three-month membership, which is great, but also like 30 bucks. And I'm just like, dude, you're paying 30 bucks for three months. When you get 60, you get a year. Yeah. Don't do that. But like they did, they were smart in that. They, they usually threw in a free month, so you get four months for 30 or 25.99, whatever, however yeah, much it was, yeah. it was. But with the news that all these Persona 5 being a PlayStation exclusive coming over to Switch, Super Metroid Prime, A Link to the Past, some more Nintendo games coming, Xbox Live Gold upgrading to Xbox Live Game Pass, the possibility of having Xbox games on your Switch. Do you ever think you would want PlayStation Plus on your Switch? If your Switch could access not only Nintendo's library, but your PlayStation library... Nah, that'd be like the Infinity Stones being gathered on a gauntlet. Mm. I, that, you don't want that or you do want that? I do not want that. Why not? Uh, first of all, is there no love for the PSP anymore? The no, Vita? PSP's dead, dog. PSP's like, dead. The Vita's dead. Like, it was ahead of its time. 1,000% ahead of its time, it's dead. But, like... I feel like it is Sony's solemn duty to not let that happen. <laughs> that is my professional opinion. But would you... Okay, so you say that. I, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but what about crossplay? Yes, no. So as of right now, crossplay is already available through means of Fortnite. Like, you can play with PC players. Um, I think they've already opened up. Like, you can play against Xbox players as well. Yeah. Uh, in Fortnite. So it's already possible. So what they need PS Plus on there for? I'm just asking, would you want your, like, would you want, like, let's say, let's say we pick up this wonderful Dragon Ball Heroes whatever game and it becomes available on the PS4 at a later point in time. Do you think you would want to be able to cross-play with people like your friends who have a PS4? Uh, well, first of all, if it's going to be on the PS4 at a later point in time, I'll just wait for that later point in time to get it on the PS4 if I end up getting it. Uh, secondly, does having to cr- like the ability to cross-play, does that constitute that PS Plus has to be on the Switch? Because I of the mind. I just don't want it on there. Mm, okay. I think Xbox is on there because they're slacking and they need something to help. <laughs> like, that's my thought. Sony does not need that. Uh, no, I think Sony is a very stamp, strong standpoint, but uh, I I thought Sony, I mean, Sony's outselling Microsoft everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought Sony would sell more PS4s in Japan. Apparently, the Switch is outselling everybody. Bring back the PSP, my guy. Bring back the- <laughs> That's what it boils down to. Do you want a PSP in this era? Do you want like a? Would you Would you want that? Well, you're talking about how, in how we're becoming so busy, how the Switch uh, is essentially becoming not like a mainstay, but people can take it with them. Mm-hmm. They can play it. Um, you can like, you can choose to dock it. You can link up and play on a big screen if you want to. Uh, 
why not try that again? Uh, the PSP, even though it's already dead. The Vita. Yeah, the Vita. It, it was... It was super uh, ahead of its time. I want to say success in air quotes for what it was at the time. Imagine what they could do with that now. I feel like they tried that with the PSP and it went somewhere, and I think they tried it with the Vita and it didn't go the way they wanted to, and I feel like they're just giving up on the handheld market. I'm not saying Nintendo has a stranglehold on that market, but... I'm just saying, if now it does become a point, it's like, how many systems do you want to own? How many do you want to carry around with you? Um, if it comes down to being able to play some games, like PlayStation games, on a PSP-like device versus having a catalog that is on a Switch already, mm-hmm. uh, I love a lot more games on PlayStation than I do for Nintendo. I'll choose the PSP-like device every time. Every time. And you just buy your PS... And again, I think if they do that, they need to do cross-play, cross-buy, cross-save, especially. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that the Switch... It's not really cross-save because it's all on your console, but you can, yeah. you can if you have multiple Switches, you can save your game to the cloud. So if you have, like, your account on the friend Switch, you can just pull your data from the cloud and continue where you left off and then upload it to the cloud. Mm-hmm. So if that does happen for the future necessity because I'm not going to play Division on the PS4 at the crib take my PS4 on the road and then you know I'm on the bus and I'm playing on my PSP and I have to start a whole new Division account not happening stop it go on I'm not doing that yeah that's all I got that's all I got and I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm trying to think what else Nintendo would need to do in order to get me to buy into the idea of just having all my subscription services, PS Plus, Xbox Live, on the Switch and having that as my to-go console and then having my main console. Like, if, if I was in a, I have a PC, and I'll be, I'll be honest, like, I play my PS4 way more than my PC. That's just the way things have worked out. But in, let's say, like, my PS4 is my home console. When I'm home, I'm always playing my PS4. But then if I'm on the road, whatever, I'm playing my Nintendo Switch. I feel like they're in a really good place. And I'm kind of, like, at a loss for what more they could do in the future to, like, really be like, mm, yeah, this is, A, this is my main console. Like, okay, this is something I need to have with me every day wherever I go. I do think it needs to be smaller. A little bit. Or give us the option. Again, the iPhone route. Give us a smaller one, same screen, same power, and then give us the bigger one for people who have the bigger hands. Maybe fix the triggers a little bit. Is there anything they could do for you to like in, in order to, to for you to buy into the idea? Uh and this is assuming that they already have the full library that you can access. Mm-hmm. Um in terms of it being, like, the central place, I just, I don't know. I'm all for minimalism, but I just don't like that idea. Like I said, it's the Infinity Stones going in a gauntlet. It's too That's, much in one like, place. Yeah. Hmm. Disney is a mega conglomerate at this point. The only mega conglomerate. Actually, you look at conglom- conglomerate Disney in the dictionary, up. it's literally Walt Disney. <laughs> it's Walt Disney. Uh, but you get what I'm saying. Like, it's no longer becomes a matter of if they could, but rather should they, if that makes sense. 
Could versus should. Yes. Mm, for sure. Here's another could versus should. Or should versus shouldn't. Apparently, there is now pre-orders available for the Sega Genesis Mini. And the only question I have for anyone involved in anything related to this console is why? Who said this was okay and why? Didn't realize Toei was booting that up too. <laughs> Toei is really gunning, gunning for like the greatest villain of all time. They're trying to steal that, that title away from Tonami. Yeah, Konami. And yeah. Konami is like, I thought they had the crown, but apparently they're just Game of Thrones in it over here for like, <laughs> they really want the, the, the crown of thorns. Like it's, no, yeah. not crown also of thorns. Also shout out to everyone waiting for Game of Thrones to come back. For real. For real. Seven days, I think like three hours, 28 minutes. Something like that. But in addition to Sega doing whatever they want with that, Borderlands 3 is also changing some of the way that things some of the way that things worked. I don't think Borderlands 3 is coming to Switch, but they are saying that when you play multiplayer with your friends in co-op or online, you no longer have to fight for loot, thank God. Mm-hmm. Because, like I was saying, what was the name of the person I came up with last night? I have no idea what you're talking about. I think we actually talked about this last week on Borderlands. Yeah, last week when we talked yeah. about Borderlands. I was just like, I did not see you yesterday. <laughs> well, I think that's everything we need to talk about. Mortal Kombat 11 is around the corner. Super excited for that. E3 is not far away either, even though but it's not going to be exciting. Like, honestly, E3... It's not gonna, I mean, it's not going to be exciting, but E3 is still happening. E3 is happening. Whether we like it or not. That's where we're going to end this podcast. Kind of like life. How... <laughs> What are you looking forward to at E3? How excited are you? Let us know at the Twitter <laughs> and the Facebook comment section. At the TDM show. I'm not really sure <laughs> where else to go with that. We're also available on pretty much every streaming platform. Yes, we're Team now Deathmatch. Spotify, Apple iTunes, um, Podcast, Podbean, Podbean, Anchor, Stitcher. Uh, maybe not Stitcher yet. Maybe not Stitcher? Yeah. Yeah. Or everywhere else. Everywhere else. You can get podcasts. You can get us. So, um, yeah, hit a follow. Hit that rate or review. Tell us what games you're looking forward to. Tell us why E3 is still around. That's what we want to know from you. Tweet at me, specifically. Honestly, at me I, just, I just want to go to E3 once before they end it all, just so I could say I went to E3 before it ended. <laughs> can we go to the last E3? But when are we going to be able to determine that that's the last E3? When are they going to do a cognitive analysis to see this is no longer viable? We don't know when they're going to do that. If so, one, so one day we're just going to have to go. Even if it's just like we pop up, we literally fly to San Diego. Uh, pop up at the E3 booth and you, dip out. No, we just look at the building. We're just like, yo, we made the E3, then we leave. It was <laughs> <laughs> just like, hey, yo, uh, take an Uber from LAX down to, just like, yeah, that's the Sony Center. No, the Sony Center up in New York. Oh, that's the E3 building. Right, yo, we good. Can you take us back to LAX? Yeah, we got a flight. Yeah, yeah. We got a flight in forty five minutes. Yes, this was our layover. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on another episode of Team Deathmatch. Let us know what games you've been playing. To us, to know what excites you about E three. Also, thank you to everyone that participated in our giveaway. For sure, the winner. Super glad you got what you wanted. More giveaways coming at you soon. So, you know, hit that like and subscribe, comment button. We got more good things coming for you, more shows, more interactives. 
reviving, talking about reviving the Twitch streams for you guys. Yes. We're working that out. We're getting it all done right this time around. Um, just super excited that like our gaming fans can like have a dedicated place to come and listen to um, gaming content. So let us know what gaming content you're playing. Um, I know we don't play every single game, and we definitely don't play like Apex or uh, what's the other one? I almost said Fallout Boy. <laughs> Fall. Can someone please make a game like Fortnite and Apex and call it Fallout? Yes. Actually, never it's, mind. All, it's all idea. Anyway, it's, uh, right. it's called seventy six. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, on that note, just like Prince Charles is trying to buy, ban Fortnite, we're out. <laughs>